Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Time AFL podcast for round three 2018. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain, and joining me is a man who has called for Carlton to have more Friday night fixtures. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Oh, g'day, buddy. How you going? Good, mate. Good, mate. Fighting fit about half hour after the Hawks lost, but it's okay. It's the loss we had to have, but we'll get on to that. Oh, yes, we will. Well, um, I know a lot of people have called for Carlton saying that, that uh, it's, it's ridiculous that we have so many Friday night fixtures this year. Mm-hmm. I think we have like maybe four, including a Thursday night as well thrown in there. And I actually think it's good for football. Good for football. I think the more you have, right, uh, so, so hear me out. A lot of people go, but, Carl, but Carlton are terrible. Yep. And you go, yes, they are a fucking rabble. <laughs> and we will probably get kicked out of the league within three or four <laughs> years. But... Before we do, you give us more Friday nights. And you know what that's going to do, Michael? That's going to bring families together, mm-hmm. okay? Because what's going to happen is people are going to see that Carlton are playing on the Friday night and we'll go, well, I'm not going to stay in and watch footy. I might go out with my family. We might go do, you know, we might go... Uh, go to Nando's. Go to Nando's. We might just mix it up. We won't... And you know what? It, uh, it gives the, uh, say, people working at the MCG, it gives them the night off. Yeah, yeah. No, I think instead it's good, of like. Though. Well, instead of 80,000 people coming through the turnstiles and they're like, busy, check your bag. What's this? Where's your ticket? Go here, do this. You've got 18,000 people just <laughs> strolling through. Leaving at like, half time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can knock off early. <laughs> so when Carlton play, people at the G are just like, feed up. They're going, I fucking love a Carlton game. <laughs> it takes the pressure off our uh, public transport. They don't need to build a footbridge because there's no rush to get to the station because, like you say, people are trickling out from half time, and it gets the uh, it gets the shit game out of the way on a Friday night. We can then we can get the shit game out of the way, and then we can focus on football. <laughs> exactly, and and how good is it? Like if you are playing, you're an opposition team, and you're like, oh, we got Carlton on a Friday night. That's like a 14 day break. <laughs> so it's it's something that other other teams could look forward to. And you know, they say that it's uh, it's not great for the for the broadcasters, but I just think it gives people a chance to watch. You know, uh, the the living room on Channel Ten. It gives other other TV shows. It Absolutely. gives our TV industry. A greater opportunity. I mean, I know it's on and Channel 7 as well, but obviously it's peak Commonwealth Games uh, period right now. And so yeah. people can, you know, tune off on a Friday night football. I'm sure they've got it on a secondary channel or something like that or get online and uh, yeah. watch a bit of the old lawn bowlers up late on a Friday. Well, I mean, that's what people want. I think that's what the AFL has uh, strategically done. They've gone, we, we can't go head to head with the uh, 400 metre or the, the fucking the one kilometre Kieran. Yeah. In the Velodrome. So we'll put, we'll put Carlton on it and no one's, no one's going to watch it. Have you watched any Com games? Uh, I, I, I have seen uh, a little bit of it. I saw uh, the highlights of the walk. I love the walk. Oh, it's yeah, just, the walk. Yeah, you go great. It's, it's just the sporting. It's everything you want in a sport. It's uh, try not to go as fast as you possibly can. Yeah, I actually, I've only seen a little bit online of Commonwealth Games. I saw a little bit of the opening ceremony. 
Uh, mm-hmm. And again, that was online as well. Um, Alan Jones, he was furious about the opening ceremony. Uh, oh. Well, I'm furious about it. rewriting of Australian history. Ugh. That's a good impression. Is it, yeah, that's that, fair, it's very good. Up there was, that, line? was John Michael Howson in the studio? <laughs> <Whoa>. as well. <laughs> uh, I was on uh, Triple M Breakfast Clang. on Friday. On Friday morning, uh, with Eddie and and, and Big Das. Oh, they had the gloves, the big mitts. Yeah, he had it on, and of course our uh, friend uh, of the show was one cup. Yeah, he was on there as well, and they asked me about the uh, uh, the Com Games, and I said I'd seen uh, one sport, and it was uh, the tandem bike in the velodrome. Right, they were riding tandem, and I was like, Oh, like a bit like the goodies. Yeah. Oh, really? And I was like. Yeah, I was like, how lame is that? It's like, it's like your mum has organised it. And you're like, I'm going to go for a ride. She's like, well, you're going to take your brother. <laughs> right? And then, as someone pointed out to me, are you sure? Because the Paralympics aren't at the same time. And they, just, they were saying, you sure it's not for the, like, uh, the vision impaired? Oh, okay. And gotcha. I was like, of course it fucking is. Oh, I, I didn't know. <laughs> I just had it on silent. And so I'm ripping in to people who can't see properly. <laughs> like our fucking umpires. Yeah, fucking raise the rain. Now I... um. Uh, I had a mate who went up and did a bit of filming at the Com Games. Said it's, uh, it's empty. Uh, said everyone's moved away. Said the streets. They were complaining about the traffic. Traffic's going to be awful. They took precautions about how to make traffic yeah. great, and they said no one's there. So uh, everyone's moved out for a couple of weeks. Oh, so it's just basically it's even more tourists. Is it? It's just people who are there for the Com Games. Well, I don't like know, man. Locals. Like when you say tourism, like I mean, do you know anyone who's travelled up for it? Like. I mean, I I, I've, I've, I kind of will keep an eye out for work and stuff like that, but like no one's yeah. like, I, I'd travel for an Olympics, but I'm not going to travel for a Commonwealth Games. Oh, no, I'd travel for a Com Games and not for an Olympics. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. You know what we need? So you're going you to finish the world is... Festival tonight, and you're going to do a few extra shows, but also in, yeah. in this week, you're going to be taking in the final week of the Commonwealth Games. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm traveling more than the Gold Coast Suns. Yeah. Like, I'm going <laughs> to the Gold Coast. You know what You know what the world needs, and I think they've got to look into this. More Commonwealth is Games? That, a winter Commonwealth <laughs> Games. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to see the Cook Islands in the tobogganing? I mean, that is what the world has been crying out for. That's awesome. That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. So Friday night's game. I, uh, I, so my show is at 9.30. Uh, comedyfestival.com.au. Uh, by the time this goes out, there will only be two more shows mm-hmm. uh, put on. Friday the 13th, Saturday the 14th. If you haven't come along, these shows are at 8.15 at the European Beer Cafe. Comedyfestival.com.au. But my show, Friday, yeah, my show Friday night was on at uh, 9.30. So I sat down and watched the first quarter in a bit. And uh, Carlton, I'll tell you what we're very good at, Michael. We're very good at kicking the opening few goals. And then we just fuck off. Yeah, gotcha. So what happened? I mean, you know, it was a big game. We kicked three. We kicked three. And then Collingwood, who's, let's just say, probably has the best forward line in the history of football? Well, I tell you what, man. It was a big game for the Pies, at least. So maybe he got over in that regard. But I think 0-3 for, for, for Bucks kicking off the season, that would have been uh, a, season lot of, over. a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we let Collingwood kick the next 10 goals. I can see you probably. And, <laughs> and now uh, we're... We were just, we're fucked. I, I fucking hate football. I thought there was going to be some sort of level of posi- positivity to it. And now it's like it has been for the last 15 years. It's a fucking debacle. Well, why, don't we, have a, why don't we have a cheeky look at the ladder right now just to see where we're going. Um, so Port are the only team that are 0-3, 3-0, sorry. So they're, they're the only team on um, 12 points. 
Yeah. Uh, followed by Giants, Adelaide, Melbourne, Gold Coast, Swans, Hawthorne, uh, and then Richmond. Yeah. So I was looking at today. I was saying to you earlier, if Hawthorne had a bit of a blowout against Richmond, I was really looking forward to Hawthorne being on top of the ladder. Uh, but of course, yeah. that's not the case because uh, that, that would have made it great. And we probably would have had to do like a three-hour show. <laughs> yeah. Can I? Did you know that last weekend in the uh, Western Bulldogs uh, Eagles game that they were doing Channel Seven were doing a live ladder. a live letter. <laughs> And I, I, like I think round two is too late. I want to. I want to. I want a live ladder in round one. I want. I don't want to show. I don't want to watch the game. I just want a live ladder like the whole time. Yeah. So just a live ladder with the game in the corner. So what was their reasoning for a live ladder? I think they were showing how low the Bulldogs' percentage ah, was going gotcha. to be. Okay. But it's like it's round two. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's going to blow out. Like, you have a... Well, now the Bulldogs are on 47.6. But, yeah, obviously, yeah. Like if, there's always, like, that first round win where they win by 80 points. And it's like, well, yeah. the percentage is, you know, 255. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so Channel 7, we're running uh, the live ladder. And I tell you, uh, you know what I want is I want a mega wall of live, live ladders. ladders. <laughs> Dif- different live ladders of different scenarios. Like, what if the finals was played now? Yep. Who would be in the first elimination final? What about the wild card if there was a wild card? Things like that. I There's think, more opportunity for I ladders. I do think it's time that we do bring in uh, the live ladder to become a member of the AFL Hall of Fame. <laughs> it's, it's not a bad idea, isn't it? What about uh, uh, your, your draft selections in round two? Where are you going to be drafting? Who's who's up for grabs? All the kids, get? bowl them through. Yeah. Yeah, if we can head down to the MCG, to the Hall of, Hall of Fame of Sport, and you head into the AFL section, and there's yep. just a, there's, and there's a live ladder just <laughs> updating constantly when there's no games on in summer. So even over, after the grand final, it's just it's staying there. Richmond's ladder. on yeah. top. Yeah, okay. Fuck, I don't mind that. Um, I'll watch the... Uh, so, I, I couldn't watch too much of the Hawthorne-Geelong game last week. Um, you, did you watch that one? I I watched uh, most of it. Yeah, yeah it, it was a, it was a great game. I mean, we saw the uh, the Holy Trinity. Oh no, God! As it's they were amazing. Being called. Isn't it? Have that many people walking into the middle midfield? You'd be terrified. Yeah, you'd be terrified. Yeah, I remember. I think it was about halfway through the last quarter. We were twenty five points up or so, and I kind of I, I was working, so I had to kind of update on the app. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's like fifteen minutes to go, twenty five points up. It's like yeah, shit's gonna happen. You know, if <laughs> yeah, it always if does. History taught me anything. <laughs> we haven't won this one. <laughs> yeah, it was a great game. Yeah, I mean, you know, talk about you know, Good Friday. What do we do about Good Friday? We're only two years in. I mean, obviously, you and I don't watch the game itself because obviously we're at church, we're um, uh, self-flagellating and um, uh, going through the Christian Bible, the Christian scriptures. Um, well, yeah. I no, I was uh, cooking steak in church. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a barbecue. You know, we're obviously we're, yeah, a protesting mosque. We're doing all the Christian things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what do they what do? do, you I, do? Mean, I, I don't know. Like, cause, I mean, what, last year was North and Dogs, wasn't it? Yes. But this year, North and, and Saints. So people were talking about it was a shitty game, but like at the same time, like I don't know. Do you like North campaigned for a long time to get that game? So you can't. And just, also. It wasn't North Melbourne's fault. Like, they flogged St Kilda. St Kilda was shit. And so it's hardly North Melbourne's. Yeah, but do you... So do you try and put a blockbuster there? Because obviously uh, Geelong and Hawthorne have the Easter Monday. That's locked in. Yeah, yeah. You guys, you can have that. Is is it time? And this is pretty radical. Do you put Carlton into Good Friday? Well, I mean, mean, the one that was crying out to be forever on Good Friday Mm. is Demons v Saints. Like, oh, yeah. like I'm sure, surely some at they at A4 House thought of that at some stage. Good versus evil. Yeah, well, essentially, yeah. Like on Good Friday, the yeah. day of all days, mm. to have demons v saints, like that is, that should be your traditional your traditional headliner. Yeah, 
What about Jesus V? Like, this is a special, like, almost state of origin kind of uh, <laughs> side. Jesus V the Jews. Or maybe they do, like, um, like they do back in the day, like in the 50s and 60s, at, like uh, training, they do circle work or whatever, or, or a quick little practice match, and it was always um, Catholics versus Protestants. So maybe we do that. Maybe we do like a do like a rep team of Catholic players and then a rep team of Protestant players. Did they do that? Oh no, that's that was it's kind of like shirts and skins, you know. Back yeah, in the okay. old days, yeah, it's Catholics be Protestants. Yeah, oh, I like it. <laughs> they would have got pretty feisty back in the day, especially if they played the international rules. <laughs> they would have kicked off. So um, can I just get back to to Hawthorne? So fantastic, you guys lost today. So that's that's great for football. Yep. Yep. James Sicily didn't play, suspended for a week. What is your take as a Hawthorne supporter on the biggest dickhead playing football in the AFL at the moment? Probably ever, but definitely at the moment. But at the same time, he did get suspended for kneeing Joel Selwood in the head. So I think... He <laughs> you think that's okay? Took one for, took one for the league, <laughs> I reckon. Took one for the league. So uh, Clarko came out during the week, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously they were asking him about it, and he said that... Sicily needs to be protected by the umpires, right? Because after what Carlton did to him last year, they got stuck into him. They saw that he has a meltdown. He's very fiery. He's a fucking idiot. And he was like, well, he's being targeted and unfairly. And this is the coach who started unsociable football. And he's calling for one of his players to be protected. How's go get fuck sound, Clarko? <laughs> but does that mean that Joel in particular was having a go at him or was it Geelong as a whole? I think Geelong as a whole. But they also got in a bit of a tussle. Like you could see, well, I mean, not you know, you don't don't drop a knee onto a head, but it was wasn't it like a Sicily kind of tackle Joel, and then you know when sometimes a tackle can turn into a bit of a scuffle, and then just the way he was prone, he kind of just went up. Well, I can knee him in the head right now and try and get away with it, and no one will see it. Yeah. I, I think it started in the first quarter when Joel uh, shrugged. Tried to shrug a tackle. Uh, Didn't drop his knees, mate. He just just tried to shrug his way out. Never do that. No, he lifted his arms. uh, What did um, uh, Chris Scott said? It was alternative news? Uh, Clarko kind of had a bit of a crack about Joel uh, shrugging. And, yeah, uh, Chris Scott said um, alternative facts. Bit of the uh, Kellyanne Conway. Because Chris – no, uh, because Clarko said, oh, you know, lots of players do it. Pawapolo used to do it. I asked him not to. Yeah, but it was gotcha. very pointed, as in like, oh, yeah, we used to do it, but we don't do it anymore because we're yeah. Hawthorne and we're fucking yeah, yeah, great. we cleaned up our game, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But and also, Poppy, I mean, Poppy, you know, hardly needs to shrug. Because he's so little. Well, he's five foot two. Like, you know, like, he hardly needs to drop the knees. Yeah, but he's also a little fucking cheat. Let's be honest about that. <laughs> but, uh, so that's where it started from. In the first quarter, Selwood got a contentious free kick. Sicily got stuck into him. They back and forth, and then he held that grudge until the last quarter. But are you happy with a player like him getting rubbed out? You know, I, I love it. I love it. I like. I like a bit of mongrel. I want a bit of mongrel. I want the unsociable. I want the unsociable football. I. I and, okay. and also, if he played for another team, I'd probably fucking hate his guts. But I, oh, absolutely. I, I like the dude to get in there. Like I've said before in the pod, I love Toby Green. I like Toby Green. I love a little mongrel. Well, I guess it's because um, you're a cockhead. <laughs> so you can appreciate oh, what these guys are going through. I fucking head right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am in Rod Carter Studios. I'm not in Melbourne this week. I am yeah. Rod Carter Studios and probably will be yes. for a while. But uh, So we're doing this via the internet uh, hookup. Hey, uh, now, can, I, can I just ask, what is going on with so many of your players' haircuts? Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, we need to talk about Ben Stratton's mullet. That is fucking off the charts. I it's mean, next I, level. I mean, he's he's an artist slash DJ. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what he? you're getting up to at Revolver, but I, 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 even at Revolver, I don't think that's the fashion. 
No, and you've got another player. Is it, is it Blake Hardwick? I think it might be, yeah. He's running a fucking dead set, old school, shit house mullet as well. Yeah, there's is that going to be the new yeah. thing? Because Strats was usually pretty clean cut. He had the funny mo for a while, had the funny moustache, yeah. but now he's like, yeah, it's like, uh, she's not, it's not even a kind of a traditional mullet. Like, it's kind of quite um, uh, thick. You know, it doesn't go down, it goes out. Yeah, okay. Oh, see, it seems like Strats just picks an era. So his mustache was like 1920s strongman. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's gone like uh, 1980s fuckwit. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, no, it's fairly rough. Fairly rough. And so can... next he might have like a, you know, the 1500s white curly wig on <laughs> <laughs> that, he's run, that he's running around with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a 1970s perm. How good would that be if Strats got a perm? Um, because we are talking about earlier about uh, Daniel Butler from the Tigers who essentially yeah. attributes his change in his form and career to the fact that he got a haircut. You see, he went in for a mid-season review, and yeah. they said, look, if you don't lift your game, then we're going to... I think this might have been 2014. If you don't lift your game, we're going to get rid of you. And then he said, pretty much in no uncertain terms, they said, go and get a haircut. So he went and gave the locks to trim, and then he trib- that, tributes that to his um, you know, current success. Well, because they said he had uh, long hair and a bit of a beard... And they said, you know, you look like you, uh, you know, you want, you'd rather be out surfing. And you go, yeah, but, but I'm not. I'm, I'm fucking playing footy. Like you yeah. see me out there. Like, it's, how is my haircut going to change anything? It is funny that, like, I know, I think it is the case of like, if you're a great player, they don't care about your hair. I mean, Dusty for one thing. Like, no one's saying to Dusty, yeah. hey mate, short back and sides. Like, you know, like, grow it out a bit, mate. Yeah, um, or Nat Fife. You look like a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, Prittus was obviously the great one back, <laughs> in, back, back in his Brownlow days. Wethead right yeah. there. But, yeah, yeah, obviously, I think it's the kind of thing, like, you know, like a Fev would get up to mischief, but they never kind of dropped him because he was, the, you know, a good player. Yeah. But I think, yeah, yeah I think the, the better player you are, the more you can do with your hair. Well, can I just say... like, No, uh, you can't. From... No, no. I'll fucking stop you right there. Statement without notice. If you if you do have long hair, I actually think it shows greater commitment. That it, like if you've got short hair, okay. If you're uh, got a shaved head, like say Bryce Gibbs does at the moment, okay. It gets up, leaves the house, right? If you're Dan Butler, you got the long hair. You've got to you got to shampoo it. You got to condition yeah. it. Yeah, you got to take care of it. You yeah. got to uh, t- uh, uh, brush the knots out. Yeah, yeah. It's not just so that just shows that you're actually thinking in a deeper way than those uh, motherfuckers like Nathan Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah, doesn't yeah, give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> you're early. No, he's he's <laughs> early to he's work. Lazy. Yeah, he's lazy. <laughs> um, but it also shows that um, uh, uh, the one thing we can guarantee, and we and and thankfully Bryce has cut the hair. But uh, mm. the one thing we don't want to see too much of in the football world is the man bun. You think? I I think it's done. I think it's starting to shift now. Mm. We're going. We're going to mullet. I think we're going to mullet town now that they've done that and uh, the Hawthorne players have started running it and Tex Walker kind of had one a few years ago and Fraser Gehrig probably had one of the best ones. I think we're heading back into that path. That's, that's, right. that's my next Tex choice. Walker, yeah, I forgot about his haircut. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's where we're going. Um, and also also one great thing about having the long hair, and I think Bryce might have done it for charity as well in terms of cutting it off. He did. But also didn't Maxie Gorn oh. cut off the beard for charity as well? So it's an opportunity. It's a moneymaker. So, okay, so Dan Butler, he... Hates charity. <laughs> he went. He went to Barclay Square in Brunswick. He walked into Urban Man. Quick plug for Urban Man. He got a thirty dollar haircut. Wait, is that a real thing? Th- yeah, it says it in the article. Oh no way! <laughs> I think oh, I know that. I know that place. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, your haircut looks as bad as his does. No, I get, so. I get a ten dollar cut in the uh, in the in the tunnel <laughs> on the tunnel from Central Station. It's a nightmare. Yeah, nice. I, I, I'm, I'm literally I'm like I've done that about three times while I've been here. It's like one okay. I can't do it again. I can't go in at seven a.m. and get my haircut because like ten minutes, ten bucks. The quicker you are, I fucking give you a tip, but I can't do it. Hey, but also... Um, Who gets a haircut at 7am? Yeah, fucking me. I'm hard working, man. Got shit to do. Now, what barber is open at 7am? No, these guys are. That's why they're fucking so shit at it. <laughs> they're tired. Is it actually a shop and they're doing it on the platform? <laughs> yeah, platform 15. Yeah, just kidding. It's a guy just doing care. Which, All right. Uh, which Middle Eastern country are they from? Uh, look, uh, look, we're we're a big fun world family. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, um, but uh, what's the what's the bikey clubhouse near Barclay Square? Uh, I believe it's the Banditos. Banditos, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. That yeah. Is, that's not for nothing. Just I can't no. remember. Yeah, that is all I will say about that. <laughs> <laughs> and we will move on. I tell you, who had a great weekend? Eddie Betts. Yeah, mate. Twins, two girls. Has uh, twin girls, and you know he would have he would have uh, missed the game, but he flew to Melbourne, mm-hmm. so they were playing St Kilda, easy victory over the Saints. Saints are in disarray, but uh, his wife's waters broke early. She wasn't due till later uh, this month, and waters broke, and he said, I'll, "I'll fly back." And she's like, "There's no point. You're not going to make it." Yeah. So he p- played the game and uh, was talking to the missus on Facetime. And she's like, oh, I'm going into labour and all that sort of stuff. And he was in the foyer of the hotel. And some guy has tried to come over and get a selfie with Eddie Betts while he's talking to his wife as she's in labour. And he's like, oh, I might, might leave that. So that just shows you that Eddie Betts is a fucking dog. <laughs> I mean, not only did he leave Carlton, but he won't even get photos with fans he now. He's fans. too good for I mean, for what a photo yeah. to have, too. Like, he could have flipped the screen oh. around and have that in the background. Beautiful. <laughs> Show the dilation. So I think, yeah, I think she was due later in the month. Yeah, so a few weeks away. Yeah. So it came early, yeah. So I don't know what Eddie's plans would have been um, come, you know, say, due on a Friday and they're playing or the like. Um, I'm suspect. I think it's, I'm suspect I think on it's early Eddie, in the season, yeah. I am suspect on whether Eddie loves his kids truly. Uh, but okay. This, I'm just going to put that out there, okay? I'll put that out there. So you reckon he would have played no matter what happened? This is just a this is just a perfect excuse. It's just a blip in the radar, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he was he was never going to be there for the for the birth. He was always going to be travelling somewhere. Um, Razor Ray had some boots on Monday, uh, which caused a bit of a stir. Uh, he had his own th- his own number was on them, number eighteen. I think that's really cool because you know how uh, how much people love Razor Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and as as a huge fan, like when I'm out on the field and I think what what boots would I want to wear you know do I want to wear the boots that Dusty's getting around in fuck that you know uh, uh, like uh, I'm sure uh, Patrick Dangerfield has his own ones from Nike yeah fuck for sure that. I remember the uh, the buddy boots from a few years ago they weren't like fo- yeah. they weren't football boots but they were shoes you could wear they had buddy stuff yeah exactly or even like Jordan's back in the day if yep. I could get my hands on a pair of Razor Rays <laughs> yeah yeah Razor Rays ones yeah yeah yeah, the original, the yeah. OG Razor Rays. If you're out in if you're out in public in a in a pair of Razor Rays, <laughs> people are like, what are those? You're like, oh, come on, <laughs> the fucking, are you wearing Razor Rays? And you know what? That actually, you know what? I don't think that they should bring Razor Rays into the public forum because that will just see a rise in people getting rolled. Because <laughs> if you're wearing a pair of Razor Rays, people are going to be like, mate, give us your fucking shoes. Yeah, you're like, sure. no way. Yeah, sure. I mean, I paid 12 bucks for these Razor Rays. <laughs> Fuck off. 
<laughs> would you would you be more likely to uh, be a hit with the ladies? Like if you get you know if you if you're fifty fifty, and you haven't been having a real good run with the with the lasses. Yeah, if so you get a pair of you stroll up to boutique just off Chapel Street, home yeah. of the, the footballer's favourite nightclub. No, no, no. You go to the Albion, where Swanee's oh, okay. uh, pub yeah, burnt down. Gotcha, gotcha, it's gotcha. rebuilt. You it's got a rooftop. Uh, you got, yeah, you, you got your ripped denim. Denim. Now, f- firstly, oh, mate, you can't come in, can I? What am I wearing here? Oh fuck, sorry. You got razor rays on. <laughs> Up you go. Here's a drink card. Sorry about that. <laughs> drink card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we encourage. Yeah, we do encourage anyone. I don't know what company yeah. who maybe made the personalised shoes, but we have to encourage mm. it and say we want more, 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 more. I want to be able to walk into a shop and buy a pair of razor rays. And um and walk out and feel like a better human. <laughs> you're definitely a better human. So you're at the Albion, as you were saying, you've got your ripped jeans, you've got your Ed Hardy t shirt on with the glitter on it. <laughs> Held on to it. And yeah. you Yeah, with a with a pop collar. Oh, you gotta pop your collar. <laughs> yeah. I mean obviously you pop it downstairs, you don't wanna pop it in front of people. And then you just stand there and you and, just and, wait and, for people and to... are you wearing sunglasses on your head? Or have you got them they've got them hooked into your shirt? Yeah, oh, no, see, I've got them dangling from the ear, <laughs> underneath. from the arms, yeah, from the arms hanging from my ears, awesome. underneath my chin, yeah. <laughs> so I'm pretty fucking cool. And it's night time. Like, I haven't worn them for three hours. <laughs> and then when I'm on the dance floor, because there'll be an acoustic band in the corner uh, playing Matchbox 20, uh-huh. and I hit the fucking dance floor, I'm a razor raise. <laughs> this is going to be ladies, come on. Here we go, it's party time. Rosie's got the razor raise on. Hey, uh, here's an interesting thing. Um, mm. They talk about the grand final maybe being a best of three. So, a bit of chatter wow. this year. I'll read this article kind of out. I'll give you a few quotes. Uh, have, have we ever have we ever spoken about that before? Because it's always been like, should it be daytime? Should it be twilight? Should it be night? I've never heard the chatter of a of a best of three. Are you saying that ironically, or are you saying that like sarcastically? No, or? no, no, no. I, I, oh, gotcha. I genuinely so I, heard, I, I do like, remember Patrick Smith doing a bit of a campaign a few years ago, writer for the Australian, writing about uh, maybe doing the grand final as the best of three. Um, that was probably the first time I heard someone bring that up, and that would have been and a when few they years ago. say when they say best of three, do they mean like uh, over three weeks? Is it done in a week? So is there like a Monday, a Wednesday, and a Saturday? Well, I mean, actually, Saturday to Saturday to Saturday. You've improved upon it because I was about to say it's a shit idea, but to have three grand finals in one week is a Fantastic thing. Three parades? Three parades. <laughs> <laughs> Three North, Mel- North Melbourne breakfasts. I fucking love it. This is a- Let's go best of seven. So they talk about a potential push oh. led by non-Victorian clubs for the best of three grand final series could mm. soon be made mm. according to legendary football journalist and open mic host Mike Sheehan. Uh, Sheehan delivered Mike the- Sheehan's called for it. He called- no, well, he talked about it being a push. He delivered the sensational report on yep. SEN on Friday as interstate clubs ponder the radical idea due to the travel factor come late September. Uh-huh. So I, I don't know if that means that a game will be played like two at the MCG, one at the home ground of the maybe interstate team or Yeah, I, I think that's what they're saying, but that's adding in an extra two weeks of travel. He says here from Sheen, I believe there will be a push soon for a three, best of three grand final series to minimise the... Minimise the disadvantage that the non-Victorian clubs suffer. Given the okay. commission has a strong non-Victorian participation, including a WA chairman, I wouldn't be at all surprised in my limited lifetime that we see a best mm. of three. Now, Mike. Limited? Fuck, is yeah. he, yeah, he knows something we don't? <laughs> <laughs> you got something to tell us, Mike. Yeah. We'll, we'll get around you. We'll get around you. <laughs> Mike's going out with a fucking bang. That's a, 
That is a threat. <laughs> if ever I've heard one, you go, well, mate, don't fuck with me in my limited lifetime. You're like, oh, whoa, 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 Mikey Sheen, everything okay there? You all right, mate? You all right? How, yeah, fucking, things, things at home okay, mate? <laughs> yeah, I know. Fucking really open, Mike. He's going to open fire, mate. <laughs> but yeah, best of three. Now, surely it can't happen. Surely, surely, surely. But also, but I, I immediately thought of, um, you know, the, peop- the people who play in two of the three. And mm. then and then they don't play oh. in the third. They get like a Leon Davis, like getting dropped for the for the for the replay. And it's like, you feel, do you feel part of it if you've played, you've played in two of the three, but not three of the three? Yeah. And is it like the Ashes? Do you have to play the third one if you're leading two nil, or you shut it down? Ah, uh, that's a good point. Yeah, is it like two and done, or is it like we got to we got to you know run through the third one just for? I don't. It know. couldn't. Cause there's no point. Either way, I'm I'm very excited about the prospect. Well, no, because, uh, you know, look at, like, the NBA finals. It's best of seven, mm. and same as, like, the Baseball World Series. If we had a best of seven, if you had a grand final every day, right? So, in Victoria, you get the public holiday before the grand final. Uh, yep. Now now we just get a whole week, a week off, a week of public holidays. Well, you have to, yeah, yeah. So, if we, well, we, at, a, at the very least, if we had one on the, on the Saturday, so you get a public holiday on the Friday, have one on the yep. Wednesday, so mm. we get public holiday on a Tuesday, and then have another yep. one on Saturday, so we get the Friday <laughs> off again, yeah. yeah. So, yep. yeah, very quick public holidays. And what if GWS make the grand final? Does huh. that mean there's uh, there's a, a, a grand final at Spotless, a grand final at the MCG, and then a grand final at Monica? Ah, yeah, the three, yeah, two home grounds. Yeah, of course. What yeah. if what if Geelong make the grand final? Is there a grand final down at Cadinia Park? Well, yeah, or so, like if uh, if the Gold Coast, like do we do one up at Cairns or whatever? Absolutely we do. At Kazali. Kazali. I mean, it's named after one of the, the biggest uh, people involved in football. Okay, so Hawthorne or North, they make the grand final. You do one down at Hobart and Launceston. That, that'd be great. That's great for Tassie footy. What about, <laughs> okay, final. all right, okay. Port Adelaide Gold Coast grand final. Oh, can will I the people <laughs> Will the people of Shanghai get around that uh, game? Grand final in Shanghai. We've got to have a grand final in Shanghai. There's a billion people it's there. Will we fair. have enough tickets? Yeah, absolutely. Traditional rivals mate. in Shanghai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think I'd, you'd probably, play, you know what then? You'd probably play one in Shanghai, one in Beijing, and one in the uh, Guangdong province, probably. Because <laughs> if there's a billion people who want tickets, you've got to move it around China. Okay. Now I'm thinking, okay, mm. my dream, my, v, my AFL dream. Okay. Grand final. Okay, two at the G. Okay, I give you that. Two at the G. Okay, no matter no, okay, no matter who they are. Okay, no matter who they are. Two at the G. No matter. Okay, the one in the middle. Mm. Here's my dream. Pyongyang. You think you think you're ready for it? If we can get if we can get the grand final at Pyongyang in front of that stadium, uh, where they have like the May Day celebrations. I think it's about 120,000 people. That's if, not bad. If we can do and that, we know that they know we know, they know parochial events. <laughs> Would you have uh, Kim Jong Un tossing the coin? Oh, that'd be awesome. I mean, yeah. I think he'd want to. I think he'd want to sing the anthem. Uh, yeah. I think he'd want to come out at halftime, do little league, and win. <laughs> 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 Present the cup. Oh, Kim Jong presenting the cup—that'd be amazing. Yeah, oh, I like, I like, I like the to idea. get me up on the stage. Yeah, I, I like the idea. But does that mean okay? So if you got a three grand final thing, do you have? Is there a band at each one? Band. Oh yeah, okay, band. Yeah, like a, a different different music act at each one. Yeah. Well, why not? It's a celebration. We have got three three yeah, of them to work with. I mean, yeah. Point, I mean, it? I mean. Five minutes ago, I was mocking this idea, but now I'm all on board. So, well, if you lost the first grand final sprint, 
<laughs> it's not over. Yeah, you come back. It's not done and dusted. Yeah, yeah. That's just fuck. I love it. I think Mike Sheehan, uh, even with his limited lifetime, I think he's <laughs> onto something. I mean, I think we need to get on board because clearly Mike Sheen's seriously, <laughs> seriously ill. <laughs> so if you do see Mike Sheen in uh, public, just wish him well. Yeah. And don't, don't say why. Just go, Mike, I'm sorry to hear, mate. Uh, all the best. And uh, I, I love you. Uh, I, I love your stuff. Hey, um, talk about there being a new name for Etihad. Well, because the naming rights end in uh, 2019. Yeah, so uh, so they're talking about Etihad maybe not being that keen on getting the naming rights again. Because I, I would imagine that, you know, one of the biggest airlines in the world, um, I think I imagine the jewel in the, the crown <laughs> is having having Dockland Stadium uh, naming rights. Well, I think they're um, they're going to take it from the Docklands to the Melbourne Star Observation Wheel. That's going to be the Eddie, <laughs> the Eddie Had Wheel. So if you're a Victorian, you'll be like, "Oh, I'm getting on the Eddie Had Wheel." Can Absolutely. We, can we can we put together a fund? Maybe put the uh, Junk Time Stadium. It's something I think it's oh, the public want to see that, don't they? Well, who wouldn't want to go to the Junk Time Stadium? Because they're going to revamp it. There's going to be a ballroom down there. Uh, if they had, you know, if you kick to the Wayne Jackson end. Oh, yeah. Who, yeah, yeah. who wouldn't want to do that? Like, you just show appreciation. If you kick... All right, so uh, it'd have to incorporate the junk time world. Yeah, sure, so sure. If you, so we've got the Gatorade Bukaki end. What kids wouldn't got love the, to sit down the Gatorade Bukaki end? We've got the I Heart the Footbridge end. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think you sure. take everything on board. And also we ban the old fucker from Sydney. He's not allowed in. <laughs> Did, does Kenny travel? Have you ever seen him travel? That's a good question, actually. That's a good question. Was it his... Some people sent to us uh, during the week. Was it his 89th birthday? Yeah, during yeah, the week yeah, yeah. All... He had a birthday during the week, yeah. Uh, and he's outlasting... He's out doing Mike Sheehan. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, Eddie Ad, actually, I've been following the intrigue of Ralph the Roof. Did Ralph, Ralph didn't get back to us. No, so we tweeted out to Ralph the Roof last week uh, something on the lines of... We asked, what did we ask him again? About uh, a revamp. Put a skylight in. Yeah, that's right. Putting a skylight in. Um, mm. And then Ralph has been pretty quiet on Twitter this week. I'm just looking through it now. Uh, he talked about some, uh, let me think, last night, uh, I heart sat tonight football. Tonight, I am hashtag team open for St. Kilda v. Adelaide. Uh, and then but today, interestingly, he shut for the uh, Western for Bulldogs today, Essendon yeah. game. Yeah. It's it's uh, thirty degrees in Melbourne, and well, it's it's a bit it's a bit breezy. But fucking open up, well, Ralphie. You talk, talk about calling on calling all Essendon uh, Bulldogs and Essendon fans. I'll be closed for this afternoon's match. Can't wait to see my two faves battle it out under the my whoa, roof. Whoa, whoa, whoa! He can't have favourites. Well, I mean that's the thing. I suppose we've got North, we've got the Saints, we've got the Blues. Who else is at here? Like like. Uh, Ralph is picking favourites right here. That's fucked. Ralph is fucking so biased. It, okay. So yeah, that, that you've got to be impartial as a roof. Hmm. If I know, if I know roofs, I've never seen a roof support anyone. This is uh, this needs an inquiry. Like Gil McLaughlin needs to know that he's got a roof that's fucking favouring two teams. And then on top of that, like Ralphie's like talking about you know his two favourites picking a side, but also yeah. then then you look at it and like this is like a whole week of tweets about Pizzagate. And then also talking about crisis actors, uh, uh-huh. it's, it's it, Ralph is like off the leash. <laughs> it's out of control. You think he's a bit alt-right to be a roof? <laughs> I love the idea that Ralphie is alt-right. I, um, I just, uh, 
I just want to know. Okay, so I'm going to keep an eye on Ralphie. The next time Carlton play at the uh, yeah, at the Docklands uh, Stadium, I want a fucking bit of love coming our way. Yeah. I don't think he should have two favourites. Fuck yeah. you. Shouldn't be picking favourites. I tell you what, if that becomes the junk time, uh, junk time stadium, I tell you who's going to be out of a fucking job. <laughs> Ralphie, that's going to be an open air stadium yeah, from now on. Ralphie, the roof. I'm tell your story, you, walking. Mate. Yeah, mate, I'll fucking put him on Gumtree. Fifty bucks. <laughs> ONO. Whoever wants a fucking roof, come get him. You got to pick it up. I'm not delivering him. But hey. if you need a retract- retractable roof, we got one for you. Hey, uh, speaking of online, Adam, um, even mm. though, you know, fuck, we're off the roof. We're going to – you're low dog, Ralph. Yeah, you're fucking dead to us, Ralphie. Um, we got a bit of long, online traction this week, and um, and it wasn't, you know, stuff like, you know, great show, really enjoy listening. <laughs> we, 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 rarely, we rarely get that. <laughs> it was along the lines of a, an article about chicken salt in The Guardian. Yeah. Uh, so Adam, Adam Law? Um, uh, yes. uh, who's a chef? I think he was a master chef. Um, wrote he an won Master Chef. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Won it. Yeah, great. Also yeah. wrote an article about chicken soup, kind of about the history of it, uh, and f- mentioned our favourite people in the world, the people who uh, make Matani chicken salt. Um, yeah. So uh, says here the South Africa. Uh, sorry, South Australian food manufacturer Matani holds a special place in chicken salt law. Uh, Elia and. Trianka Matani came to Australia in the 1950s. They started their food company in the 70s, supplying local chicken shops around the state. Matani released the first retail chicken salt in 1979. How, how big do you reckon before they got, before they said to the Sandful, they went to them and go, hey, dudes. Put a sign behind the goals. Put us up at, put us up at Footy Park. <laughs> I like, reckon we are... I reckon they did it on their own. Like I reckon, I reckon the oh, they just went there one night. South, no, I reckon the Australian football community was like, no charge. Chicken salt is so put it important up there. to our community. We're going to put put it up there and make sure it's behind the goals, so mm. people get to see it every time someone has a shot for goal. Do you think, as a captain uh, in the sample, and maybe when Adelaide came in, the coach is like, which end? The players are like, oh, mate, we're kicking the Matani in. <laughs> what, what are you, fucking stupid? <laughs> Always kick to the Matani end of the ground. Fuck. It's funny, yeah. What is it? It's the Lockett and Coventry end, isn't it? At Etihad. So, yeah. Yes. So, I imagine that at South Australian Football Grounds is the Matani and whatever end. Uh, frog cake, but you want to be kicking. You want to be kicking to Matani in the final quarter. The vibe, the vibe you get from the Matani sand. Yeah, that is true. But do you want Matani at the start to give you the lift? So you're like, guys, it's chicken salt based end. But I, I know what you're saying. You want to come home with the chicken salt in your wings. Chicken salt wind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's very fascinating. And thank you for the people who sent it to us. Um, yeah, a little bit about the history of chicken salt and how it was, you know, and, initially and used and for chicken. And then someone one day, theoretically, just went accidentally put them on the chips and everyone went that's awesome this is the best thing ever mm. i i need uh seven liters of water to go with these chips because <laughs> it's so fucking salty and also we I, i'm going to try and get adam lau on this show because he's a massive adelaide crows fan oh okay cool 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 so he would be a uh, a fun guest and mate can you imagine we could do a whole podcast about chicken, on salt. chicken salt the history of chicken salt that would be a dream of ours. I might read a quick footballers in real life. If I remember correctly, Go for it. it was... Um, Can I trump the footballers in real life just quickly this week? Oh, yeah, week? sure, sure. I had, uh, as a part of Hold My Beer, my show in the Comedy Festival, two shows to go, comedyfestival.com.au, 8.15 this Friday and Saturday night, 13th, 14th of April. But at my show on Sunday night, oh, yeah. umpire in real life, everyone's favourite, Scott McLaren. Yeah, so how the fuck that happened, man? Like, like did you talk to him? I, I like, don't what know. happened? 
I I saw him at the at the European Beer Cafe earlier, and I kind of made eye contact as like, I know who you are, you low rat dog. <laughs> why the fuck? Why the fuck are you in public? Was he like bumping into walls scum- and shit like that? Like couldn't see anything. Oh yeah, he was fucking blind. He was on a yeah, tandem fuck- bike. Um, <laughs> I kicked his fucking uh, his seeing eye dog. Like I was like, you're a fucking animal, right? And then uh, I finished my show, and then uh, Scotty's there. He came to my show. What a legend! That's awesome. That's really cool. What a legend. That's really. And luckily, cool. I'd. I'd already done 10 minutes on Herdy and what a cunt he was. So he loved it. He was the only person laughing. That's funny. Imagine if Razor Ray showed up to your show. That'd be hilarious. It'd be so good. I mean, obviously, it'd be great because he'd be, you'd be wearing his shoes. So yeah. it'd work out a treat. Yeah, I go, Razor, I got your shoes on. I got the Razor, <laughs> Razor. So Scotty was there with his son, who I met as well. I said, oh, thanks for coming along. But I, I wonder how, how does Scotty McLaren know us? Because clearly, uh, if he's coming along, he's, uh, he's not heard this podcast. Okay. Because he uh, would not be appreciative of the way that you talk about umpires. Because you are really, <laughs> you, you, you denigrate them, you say they're bad people. <laughs> okay, so well, there, was my umpire, there was my umpire in real life. It's a bit of a sequel to the one we had got last week from Richard. Yep. Uh, this one's from Matt, so football in real life. Uh, says, I was going to email this after round one, but absentmindedly forgot. Listening to last week's pod, I found myself with a stroke of luck after clearly being top by Richard's story. That said, I can add a little bit of extra spice to the story. Here we go. I'm a Bulldogs tragic, travelled up to the nation's capital to support my boys against the nasty Giants. After watching the nightmare of a game, I too went to the airport. And I, I, I like this bit coming up. Um, I also had a lounge pass. In brackets, we're all doing very well. <laughs> <laughs> But opted to arrive a bit later and head straight to the gate for the flight back to Melbourne. I was streaming. Who does that? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. You, you've got you've got lounge access. Had a lounge pass, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't don't waste that shit. If you're doing very well, then you take advantage of that. But got there a bit later. Got a bit later. Like I mean, that's the thing. I've I've never kind of joined like a Qantas club or whatever by the fact I go well. I'm I'm trying to cut it as fine as I can about the airport. Like I don't want to hang around at the airport for like an hour. Oh and a half. no, 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 no. I get there like four hours early. Like no. I. That's my meal for the week. Like, I load up. I get fucking pole. Oh, you load, I, you know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, mate, you know how they're like, sir, you, you can't have nine toasties. I'm like, uh, think I can. Yeah, yeah, Think yeah. I paid for this shit. But also, I mean, yeah, I mean, the times I've gone in there, it's been with a friend. And it's just like, well, I've, I'm getting the same access, just I'm not paying for it. So, and, and I do want to make it clear, I'm doing very well. <laughs> <laughs> So he's at the airport. Yeah, Matt's at the airport. Opted to arrive a bit later, head straight to the gate for the flight back to Melbourne. I was streaming the Geelong-Melbourne game on my phone while the Mm. plane was boarding when who should walk in but the Fox footy team. So Rich had the Fox footy team in the lounge, and now they've all got jumped on the same plane. Uh, They were all watching on their phones too, except for Del Santo, who kept peeking over Hutto's shoulder like a school kid who couldn't afford his own life pass. <laughs> and Brad Johnson, who seemingly had no interest. So this was the Geelong Melbourne game where Gorney had a shot just before the siren, and, uh, and well, you, shank, and you, yeah, you, missed it. Well, you know, uh, Brad Johnson, mate, he's just had the smile wiped off his face by GWS destroying ah, the Western Bulldogs. Ah, he, yeah, he doesn't want to at the home see of football that. too. At the home of football, yeah, that's true, Monica. Yeah, uh, opting for what could only be described as some romantic comedy serving on the in-flight entertainment. Um, Gary Lyon, big Gareth. Uh, was getting more and more pumped up as the game came to a close. But of soon, course, his beloved Dees. Yeah, but soon became a shell of a man as Gorney missed. Hutto oh. stuck it into him. 
No, Hado got stuck into him, shouting. Yeah. Oh, Hado got stuck into him, shouting. I prefer stuck. Yeah, <laughs> no, I prefer stuck it into him. Hado yeah. got stuck into him, shouting, suck on that, Gaz, from about oh. three or four rows down. A bit of tension in the community Jesus. at Fox Footy there. Suck on that. Suck on what? Suck exactly. on that, Gaz. And also, I like a the Zupa? idea, like, there were people who have no context for that whatsoever, who was just yeah. on a plane from Canberra to Sydney. And, yeah. and and oh, after no, Melbourne and um and uh, and Hardos is like shouting out, suck on that, guys! And people are going, what, what, suck on what? Who is that person? <laughs> <laughs> Where did we get that? Who, who is that? Who is that small child? <laughs> <laughs> In the suit. This was at least five minutes after the final door had been closed, and phones should have been switched to flight mode. But clearly, the Virgin staff put a lot of stock in the results of round one. So that's a bit of a uh, commentator's in real life. Well, I don't think you can. Uh you can shut down when people have AFL to watch you like they should have held the flight, even if it was scheduled to take off and they know that everyone's going to lose reception. Yeah. Yeah. You hold, you hold the flight until Maxi Gorn's taken that kick. And also Virgin, like maybe, you know, they're the sponsor. Maybe they should have like a live feed on the, on the screens on the back of the chair. That is a fucking great idea. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you switch your phone to flight mode when you take a flight? Absolutely not. <laughs> do you? A, I, I do. I met a I met an engineer for Qantas at the I can oh, tell yeah. you right now, at the hmm, twenty thirteen qualifying final against Hawthorne and Sydney. So mm-hmm. my um, papa and mama and I were having dinner at the MCG, and there was a guy on the table who kind of he kind of it was great crowd as they share a table, and he was an engineer, and I said can my phone actually fuck with a plane? And he said, it's unlikely, but it kind of can. He said, like, there are kind of lasers that kind of guide the plane on landing and takeoff. And he said, "Yeah, your phone can fuck with that. It's very unlikely, but it possibly could. And so I was like, well, I'll take the, I'll take the word of a man who works for Qantas as an engineer. So and you he, do had the anal- he had the analogy of um, a plane is guided like when, you know, when the tractor beam, no, when um, Star Wars, uh, I don't know if you watch Star Wars, you're, you know, um, but when. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an adult. When the Millennium Falcon gets trapped in the kind of radar of the Death Star and uh, New Hope and gets kind of dragged into the Death Star, um, he says it's a bit like that, how a plane works. There's like a kind of a, almost like a tractor beam. So okay. fun fact. See, I would, I would, uh, I would counter that by saying uh, when I uh, flew into Iraq uh-huh. with the Australian Ar- with the Australian Army, and I sat in the cockpit of the Hercules plane that we were on, and they have for the pilots because they do long haul flights, they have a microwave oven in the cockpit. Now, I'm going to say a microwave oven <laughs> is going to fuck with more shit than anything a mobile phone could do. And these guys are hauling around uh, shit for the army. So I say the phone thing is bullshit. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, cool. We are Junktime Apple Pod at Gmail. We are Junktime Apple Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Adam, Comedy Festival, give it a plug. Uh, comedyfestival.com.au this Friday the 13th, Saturday the 14th, 8.15pm at the European Beer Cafe. show is called Hold My Beer. Uh, thanks to everyone who's coming along. Uh, I think it was Sean who came to your show wearing a Gold Coast jumper. <laughs> He came to my show and he had his Geelong cap on. Uh, so he's all over the shop. He doesn't know what the fuck's awesome. going on. So thanks uh, for coming, Adam Sean. Adam works on uh, Front Bar on Channel 7. I work on the Beep Test on Fox Footy. That's Wednesday, 9 o'clock. Watch that stuff. Particularly if you've got a rating box, we're going to hit the road. Go yes, that would be great. Go Blues!
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.